Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome into the show. The weekend is almost here. It is Thursday, and we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need Cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket Can. Excited about the program today. I've got a great story for uh, Andrew Bogish, who's on updates about the kindness of Tom DeCelestino and what happens when that kindness turns out to be a lie. Pretty, uh, pretty excited about that. We've got a little nepotism alert going on. Was a local Iowa story, became sort of a national story. Everybody making fun of the offensive coordinator there because he's in is incompetent, fair Tom. Can I call somebody incompetent their job, D Cell? Yeah, I got a little thumbs up from that D Cell CBS. And a flashing sign that says bogus. it doesn't seem fair, but I don't know. Eight five five two one two four CBS if you'd like to call us. I like making up stuff about you, Tom. Sports writer, sports R E I T E R. Uh, NFL Best Bets coming up later in the show uh, on a bit of a roll. Hosted with Odyssey's BetQL, a sucker! Uh, live chat yesterday, Barca Inter, and I think we hit five of those seven bets. So we're going to try to keep the good feelings rolling, the money rolling in, in about 30 or 40 minutes. Joe Theismann's going to be on the program in an hour. Longtime former quarterback and commanders analyst, NFL guru, and just a good dude. Friend of the show, friend of the program. We've got buy or sell coming up at the end of the show. I um, I'm really excited because I like history. I don't know if you saw this, but um, there's now a company that is going to send. I don't really understand it, but it's historical. It's cool. There's a company that's going to send freight to the moon and back, which will allow us to, I guess, utilize the resources of the moon. That's cool. Uh, there's another company. I think it's Jeff Bezos's space company that has signed up some people to go on a, a trip around the moon, which is exciting. That's, I mean, that's that's history. I'm trying to think of some other historical things that are that are going on. Oh, we have the greatest Thursday night football game in the history of the sport tonight. I mean, you are talking about two. I mean, this is this is going to Mars. It's going to the moon. It's changing the game. It's Diesel fall in love with soccer. Never seen anything like Commanders Bears. And in case you can't tell or you don't follow sports, because I've been told my sarcasm doesn't doesn't really translate on the radio, I'm kidding. This game is an abomination. There, I don't think there is a movement, but there should be a movement by Congress to censor the NFL and Amazon for putting this thing on national television. Diesel, are you going to watch this this game? Are you going to watch? I'm going to watch it. 
but it almost feel I always feel guilty. I'm walking whenever I'm drive walking, when I'm driving down the four oh five and there's these huge car accidents and people stop and stare, it feels wrong to watch. Why would you want to watch something ugly and, and, and awful? I was at a restaurant, it's been a few months, but at a restaurant where a couple got into a fight. Really public and inappropriate. Just clearly just get divorced. You know like on a plane people raise their hand and say, Is there a doctor on the plane when something goes wrong? I wanted to raise my hand and say, is there a divorce attorney here at the restaurant that can just settle this? Watching this game tonight feels like that, but I think I'm going to watch it. Of course we're going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. You're going to watch it. We did nothing but complain about last week's ugly, ugly Thursday night football game. Granted, on paper, the matchup wasn't as bad as this one. Yep. We'll complain. We'll say it stunk. We'll say the quarterbacks stink. We'll say everything we could possibly think of. Of the course, we're going di- to watch. I'm going to watch. I'll say this about last last week's game, and it was a, it was a dud, but it was a significantly important game in terms of trying to get an understanding of Russell Wilson and the Broncos. It might have been a bad game, but it, its outcome was interesting. It is really hard to care who wins Bears Commanders, and I say that as a Bears fan. The NFL just should have a, have a simple rule every single time if you're Roger Goodell that your schedulers bring you a nationally televised game, let's say Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, or Thursday Night Football, and it says Chicago Bears, you just cross it out, you go find the Packers game, you circle that, and you draw an arrow. And I was trying to think about why these teams are so bad, they're so horrific. Ron Rivera threw his quarterback under the bus a few days ago with with a, a, a very lengthy answer to the question, what's wrong with your team, that was, quarterback. I don't know if you saw this. In his apology, he tried to say that his uh, that his comments were taken out of context. What do you mean taken out of context? It's a one-word answer. What's wrong with your team? Quarterback. And I'm a Bears fan, and the level to which they have been disastrous, the old regime, this regime, ruining Justin Fields, is pretty, is pretty long-term. And I was thinking about why this morning these teams are so bad and so consistently bad, and so embarrassing, and ESPN, and, and my friend Seth, Seth Wickersham, as a part of this report, came out with something right on cue as if to highlight, and this applies to the Bears too. Dan Snyder's easier to pick on. You can get into Ron Rivera, and you can make fun of him. You can talk about the decision-making that went on with Ryan Pace and the Bears previous to this regime, and, and years and years of, of just poor decision-making. You can get into so many intricacies for both Washington and Chicago and why in a league where turnarounds can happen quickly, both these organizations are consistent in their awfulness. But the fact is that they both share terrible ownership. And at the end of the day, your owner is your organization. It it just is. You go down the list, you want to go to the NBA, James Dolan, Knicks equals no success. You want to go to the NFL? One of the reasons that the Kansas City Chiefs are one of the, at least over the last four or five years, most consistently effective teams in the National Football League is not just because they happen to draft Patrick Mahomes. It's because Clark Hunt is the owner, and he's one of the most competent guys, and I can say this because I know the dude. I've covered him in the business. And a report today just underscores the -the behind-the-scenes debacle of having a terrible owner. Now, the Hollis McCaskies, who own the Bears, 
are not as front and center as Dan Snyder. They're not as showy as Dan Snyder. I actually don't know, Diesel, if they have a bunch of yachts, but I don't think they do as referenced in the CSPN story. But they share an inability, the Bears' ownership and the Commanders' ownership, to successfully navigate decision-making and culture in the National Football League. And this disaster of a game, this low of a game, which the Chicago Bears, by the way, which we all agreed on the show yesterday, are the worst team in the National Football League, are one-and-a-half-point favorites. Well, what's the final score going to be? What, what, is, what is Vegas predicting? Nine to three? Is that the, is that the co- six to three will be the cover? New reporting on the awfulness of Dan Snyder. Now, as you know, he's under investigation from on several fronts, and there's a there's a notion, there's a sense. I think there's there's an optimism. I was out with a couple or a Commanders fan last night having dinner that maybe Dan Snyder is finally going to be removed. He doesn't think so. And let me read you. It's a long story. It's worth a read. It's worth reading over to ESPN. Several people worked on it, including our friend Seth Wickersham, who does great work. Over to ESPN. Let me read you this graph. Quote, senior team executives and confidants have heard him, that's Dan Snyder, say since he was considered merely one of the worst owners in sports that he's not going anywhere. Now that he's facing investigations on multiple fronts and running out of high-powered allies, he alludes more than ever to the dirty work. Snyder, now 57 years old, has told associates he will not lose his beloved franchise without a fight that would end with multiple casualties. The NFL is a mafia, he recently told an associate. All the owners hate each other. And then ESPN brings the coup de grace. That's not true, one veteran owner says. All the owners hate Dan. Now this goes on, and it paints a picture as you would expect. The guy is, according to this reporting, unlikable, unliked, angry, and sitting on dirt that might explain why they haven't moved on from him. The reason Ron Rivera has become a failure the reason that institution, that organization, there are command. It's always hard for me to say commanders. I always have to pause. It's such a weird name. Commanders fans aren't just, and you know this if you're from this part of the country, that part of the country, aren't just D.C. folks. You're talking rural Virginia. You're talking parts of Pennsylvania. There's a huge swath of area that have people who have been lifelong Washington football fans, now Commander, commanders fans, previously named something else, who have had to suffer in the Snyder era through incompetence and brutality and awfulness, just like us Bears fans. So if you're sitting at home and you're in Green Bay, Wisconsin, or or Milwaukee, be thankful for the unique, very unique way in which your organization is run. All of you own a little piece of that. If you're in Kansas City, Missouri, come what may, be thankful that the Hunt family owns your team. Hell, if you're here in L.A. and, and the Rams owner... Mr. Kroenke is not the most popular man on the face of the earth, certainly in St. Louis, but that's where excellence comes from. This game is a disaster. Justin Fields is already ruined. I'm not going to come on here and break it down for you and talk about how great the game's going to be. It is going to be a terrible football game. It's like a meal. It's like that. this happened the other day. It's like when you come home and it's late and there's nothing in the fridge and the pizza place is closed, but you got to eat some food. And you just realize, you know what? I got two choices. I got the taco meat that I should have thrown away four days ago, and I got, I got Cheez-Its. And one of those two things are going to be my, I went Cheez-Its, Tom. I didn't want to poison myself. Did it taste good? No. Was it filling? No. But I needed some food. That's what tonight's game is. I'm going to watch it. 
because I like sports, because I like the NFL. But it's, and by the way, cheese, it's no offense. You're a wonderful snack, but you're not much of a meal. That's what I'm saying, okay? Whoever working at the Cheez Its factory right now, listen to the show, don't, don't get all mad. But I, I don't want Cheez Its for dinner. And I don't want Commanders Bears on Thursday Night Football. Because these two organizations are the epitome of what happens when an organization is run by people who shouldn't be in charge. And the problem is that in sports like in life, sometimes when you have so much money and so much access and so much power, that power disparity, you are not held accountable to the same standards of other people. And that's certainly true for Dan Snyder. And we've known this for years, and this ESPN story really, again, puts some details, crosses some T's, dots some I's on the fact the guy does not belong in charge of an NFL organization or team. He does not. He should not be in charge of a team. But my optimism he's going anywhere is much lessened by this piece because according to ESPN, he's threatening to dish the dirt on other owners, to take some people down with him if he is outed in any way. So here's hoping that tonight's game, the Cheez-Its of Meals, you didn't see that one coming, did you, D-Cell, in the planning meeting, that tonight's game is so atrocious and so bad and so terrible that there's some level that actually goes below last Thursday's terrible football game. Maybe a 0-0 contest that goes to overtime and, and, and finishes in the first 0-0 football game of all time. That would be amazing. That the NFL and Roger Goodell just says to hell with it. We can't have two incompetent organizations in the NFL. We know the Bears aren't going to get fixed. They're the Bears. we got to move on from Snyder. That's my hope for Thursday Night Football, a revelation that allows the NFL to go after this guy. You can't eat Cheez-Its for dinner, Roger Goodell. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Adesanel, I, um, I got really excited yesterday. I thought, I thought you did something really kind and surprising, sweet even, and it turned out it, you didn't. And I, I mistakenly, for the entire day, was walking around with a little extra hitch in my step. Like, man, that diesel, what a guy. I do kind things all the time. What makes you so confident that I didn't? Well, I asked you this morning. I asked you if it was you. So we're going we're gonna to get with Bogish. Bogish has felt hard done by diesel, and I, I stay out of it. I don't like to stir the pot. I don't like the awkwardness when these guys are mad at each other. But I'm going straight at Tom, all right? I'm pulling a Dan Snyder, and I'm pulling out some of the uh, some of the dirty work. Huh? Taking Diesel down with me because my feelings are hurt. And we'll talk some baseball next here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Um, Bogish, can I tell you a story about hope, about friendship, and about disappointment? I can am I tell you all ears. A, a D-cell story. Mm. So I hosted this, uh, I got to ask Odyssey, our, our corporate overlord and wonderful owner, um, very nicely asked me to host a sucker live chat over at BetQL, which Odyssey also owns along with CBS Sports Radio, for Barca Inter, which was a thrilling match and heartbreaking. But, you know, when you do these live chats, apparently they hadn't done a soccer one before. You, you sort of worry no one's going to show up, right? And so I wrote a few people like, hey... I'm hosting this. It would be cool if you want to swing by. And those were mostly to friends. And I sent one to D-Cell, who's both a friend and a producer. I thought, like, you know, I don't think he'll get on there because he's D-Cell. But it feels like a reasonable thing to ask, doesn't it? What does that mean? Well, don't worry about that. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so, but Bogus, I, I, you know, the people were in there. Chaps are going well. There's people chatting. It's cool. I had a good time. I really enjoyed it. Uh, you have to download the BetQL app, which you should do anyway. And at the end of the chat, because Dom Diesel, you told me, I'm going to get on there, but I'm not going to, I'm gonna my name's going to be disguised, and I'm going to drop hints. So the whole time, I'm like, I wonder if Diesel's in here. And then at the end of the chat, someone drops, you know, thanks to the chat, Bill, you know. And then I think in all caps, they wrote, Pretty Daddy. <laughs> and I was like, I literally go, I, I turn to my wife, I'm like, I go, Diesel got in there. I was wrong. That's really sweet. And, like, how nice to download the app. And, you know, your eyesore, you know, isn't fair. And I, I just, and I even sent Diesel, like, a pretty daddy exclamation point text. And you liked it or something. I responded back to you. I did not ignore you. I was like, oh, that's really, really cool. And all day I was like, that's really nice. And I went and saw some buddies. And one of them was like, oh, I was in that chat. I was this guy. I'm like, oh, dude, like. Like, my, my radio producer got in there, too, which is really nice. You guys are both good guys. And then this morning, I called Diesel for the show. I go, man, that was really, that was cool. And he said, what are you talking about? I'm like, the chat. He's like, I was in the chat. I'm like, you, 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 you did it wasn't Diesel who wrote Pretty Daddy. It just kind of, you know, it hurt a little bit. Because I thought, for the first time, Tom had agreed to interact with one of us outside the two-hour window of this show. And no. No. Why is this just directed at me? There is another member. Bogus is sitting right there. I didn't invite Bogus because Bogus had a lot going on yesterday. Thank you. We got a separate thing going on. A yeah. separate chat. and I don't need a public soccer chat. We watched the game together over FaceTime. Yep. So, you know, nice try to yep. lure me in here, but this is about you. I think also I should get credit for being honest with you. 
No, you were gleeful. That wasn't me. I wouldn't do that. No. You literally go, I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't. That's, I wouldn't have done that. Although I did not admit it last night. I kind of played along a little bit last night via text. Yeah, I thought. You really th- thought it was me. Now, I'll say this. One of our, whoever you are, listener, thank you for listening. And <laughs> thanks for being in the chat. And thanks for dropping a pretty daddy. So here's the, 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 the other side of this, D-Cell. Pretty daddy's forever now. Because now listeners are dropping it in other places, other contexts. I'm just saying I'd be careful, though. Like, I'm not going to hold it against you, but your dad does not run CBS Sports Radio. It seems like you are going to hold it against me, No, I'm just saying, like, nepotism is great if you're, I don't know, the Iowa offensive coordinator doesn't work in radio. Have you seen this story, Andrew, that blew up about Brian Ferentz, the offensive coordinator of the Iowa Hawkeyes? It's, It's a local story. Iowa fans like my father and my buddy Bill hate Brian Ferentz. Because he calls plays with the same level of commitment that <laughs> D-Cell, you know, supports his host. It's a very similar level. I mean, come on, that, that's a low blow. Yeah, to, to, to Brian Ferentz, which I never thought would be possible. And um, Defector, do you guys read Defector? The old, de- like, the new Deadsman? I do not. Very good. It's behind a paywall, so no one reads it anymore. Did a great takedown on this. Started trending yesterday. And so I was just sort of interested in and the, the gist of it is, they have the Iowa Hawkeyes, uh, a top three defense in college football. They have a, a national championship level defense. They have a, um, a, I think they have the third best special teams by the metrics in college football, and they're awful because their offense is terrible. And, and this idea of nepotism, which is so widespread in in sports and in college sports, you to just bring your kid and put him on the team and give him a chance was underscored by a reporter in Iowa having the guts to just be like, have you thought about stepping down? And the the uh, the clip is magic, so we're going to play it for you because instead of me just saying someone sounds stupid or is stupid or acts stupid, I just want you to listen to Brian Ferentz, the offensive coordinator, unable, forget calling plays, to, in his own analogy, differentiate between A and B. Have you had any concern about your position and based on the, the success or lack thereof of the offense and have you considered stepping down because of that lack of success uh, okay so i'll start number one with the last part of the question in my opinion it doesn't make it right there's two options in life in any situation right you can surrender okay and if you surrender then i think the results are pretty much guaranteed or you can dig in you can continue to fight, and you can try to improve and do things better. I will always choose option A. Done in my personal life, done in my professional life. Uh, I wouldn't be able to go home and look my children in the eye if I wasn't an option uh, B person. I think I said option A. I started with option surrender, right? That's not me. All right. Let me be crystal clear about that. Yeah, you've been crystal. <laughs> this dude can't even call the right analogy play. Can we, within your two-hour work window, Diesel? Can we? Um, can you send him a, a Mensa application? <laughs> Here's your <laughs> offensive scouting report. <laughs> oh, sorry, Iowa. Can you imagine if, if Nick Saban had his kid as his defensive coordinator, and 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 it was Alabama, but their defense, Iowa's defense, or sorry, offense is 131 of a, out of 131 schools. It is brutal and this is it actually makes me mad I know a lot of people especially in sports media whose parents 
you know, were, were, were really successful and helped them out, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you have to take advantage where you can get them, and those folks got some chances, and then they earned their way up. Brian Ferentz is not that example. This guy is incompetent in his job, and as a reminder, this goes on. This happened at Kansas State. Kansas State fans don't know what I'm t- I mean, it, it, it is a commonality across college football. The problem is not this unit in New England, but don't forget that Steve Belichick half yeah. runs the Patriot defense. Yeah, good call. And in my mind, to the detriment, Gerard Mayo has interviewed for head coaching jobs, and Bill can't bring himself to name Mayo the defensive coordinator. I think they share the title. Again, this right. is not the Iowa offense, but man, I just I don't think I'd ever hire my kid, even if he was a genius as a head Great. coach, because it just opens you up to too much stuff like this. You can't fire. I mean, Brian Ferentz is going to be the offensive coordinator coordinator at Iowa. However, Belichick's kids, same deal. You're not dads aren't going to fire their kids, man. And because no one's coming dad, to give him a new job because of the way this offense is going right now. Right. No, he, he ain't leaving. Unless the athletic director steps in and no one, I mean, Bobby Cakes, Robert Kraft ain't stepping in in New England. Diesel, would you fire your, Diesel might fire his kid. Yeah. He wouldn't, well, he wouldn't even hire him in the first place, but for different reasons. Just I, out of I pure spite. actually have some insight into this. I oh. worked for my dad for a number of years. My dad was a small business owner and he put me to work for him for, uh, I'd say about eight years. Was I that hated miserable? Every minute yeah. of it, every single minute of it. And and by the way, like my I didn't work for my dad, but my dad was my coach in a bunch of stuff. And my dad, right? That's more common. My dad was one of those coaches who was so hard on me, especially in baseball. Right? Like every, I mean, he just to make an example out of me to show he didn't show favoritism. It's good. It's fine. It's cool. The difference is like playing little league baseball or working in your dad's business is not a. It is a public trust. And you can make the argument at the NFL level that it's a private company as well, and it's a it's a money making machine, and the rules that govern the market govern those decisions. And if the Patriots want to make those decisions, they can. But at Iowa, these are publicly and other college programs. You're talking about publicly paid employees. I mean, you're talking about nepotism that is funded by taxpayers. I know that it doesn't feel that way, and it's separate, and these football programs make a bunch of money. But you're talking about guys who make money off the public dole. They do. And I find it as, as disappointing as D-Cell's betrayal of my soccer chat. There was no betrayal. By the way, um, mm. Bogus, I'm going to let <clears throat> D-Cell explain this because every morning Tom sends me an email with what he thinks is interesting. In the, well, let me just pull it up. What he thinks is interesting in the world. And today, I mean, I was... To be fair, I was a little tired this morning. I had to read it three times. And I'm just going to let Tom explain why it's in here. I was, I, 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 I'm sort of scrolling through. Like, oh, yeah, Ben Simmons, all right, cool, cool. And, you know, Braves, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's exciting. That's, that's, that's really great. And then, wait, where is it? Hold on. And then, oh, yeah, yeah. then I read Iowa restaurants dramatically cutting back on inspections. And I think, that's a weird sports story. And I get to the next part. Anyway, there is no next part. It's just about the state of Iowa not inspecting the restaurants. Bogish's eyebrows perked up when you read that headline. It's interesting. <laughs> They're only going to be inspecting restaurants in the state of Iowa once every five years. <laughs> Seems a little staggering, no? I'm just going to read your email. 
complaint-driven and ownership-related inspections will continue, but in the absence of those issues, the Iowa Department of Inspections and Appeals intends to visit each Iowa restaurant no more than once every five years under a set of new rules that are expected to take effect next month. Bogus, I want you to picture me in my home at like 4.45 in the morning. It's still dark outside, and I'm trying to understand. I'm like, did we get a... Did we get a news alert email? Did, 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 does Bokish Moonlight, or does Diesel Mo- Moonlight is a 10-10 wins? So, anyway, I, it's over my head. The what floor the, is yours. What are the people of Iowa more upset about? Their offensive coordinator, Brian Ferentz? Or their restaurants only getting expected once every five years? I think it's a fair question. Or this show. <laughs> right, right, right now. I disagree with that. So I'm I, just going to sit I, here. No, Bogus, I need... Your eyebrows perked up when he read that headline, did they not? Yeah, they perked up because I was wondering what the payoff was going to be for that being in the email. Not because I care about the inspection calendar in the state of Iowa. It's one of four topics he says. one of the four pitches. No baseball We could do Simmons. <laughs> we could do baseball. There's a Thursday night football game, but in Iowa... The IHOP's not going to be rocking like it used to. Right. The in- I was yeah. efforting getting some sound. It's another thing. I'm not going to Iowa anytime soon. We know you're not, Diesel, because We're you don't up. even leave New Jersey. Yeah. Bill's not going either. I can't speak for our audience in that general area, whether they're going to be in danger of a dirty restaurant. So you're not even doing a, you know, serving a, a purpose with this inclusion. Of course we are. We are on in Des Moines. Of course we are. Somewhere in Tuscaloosa, whoever's listening, like, this is amazing. Hey, sweetie, we got to get to Iowa. You better hope your state's not next. One of one out of every five years. Yeah, it spreads south. But, that... the, but the people of Des Moines, they want to come to us yeah. as a distraction from stories mm-hmm. like this. They're being browbeat in their local media about this story, picking sides, dividing families. They come to us to get away from that. Well, we gave them Brian Ferentz today, then. And you shoved it right in their face, T-Cell. It's a tough call between the Iowa restaurant story and the Padres with some timely hitting, even up that series at, at 1-1. And I'm not going to overreact, Bogey, because Atlanta also won yesterday against the Phillies, and right the momentum shifts back in that direction. But it would be pretty amazing if the Padres, and I think that next game is tomorrow in San Diego. It's their first home playoff game in a really long time. If the Padres find a way to win that game... It will be pretty amazing for the Dodgers at 111 wins to be on the brink of elimination. So let me ask you this question, and I don't mean in a mean-spirited way. I really, I'm hoping enough time has passed. Would it be a bigger disappointment for the Dodgers to lose this series or for the Mets to have gone out the way they did? I mean, Disa, I don't know, Tom. I Really? You think it's the Dodgers for sure? No comparison to me. 111 wins with a team as stacked as that, it's definitely the Dodgers. Because I think you get to a best of five, and it's I think these things can happen. The, the, the Mets got completely hosed by the bad luck of the Braves also being outstanding and obviously some poor play down the stretch. Yeah, but but Cell's right. This is the Dodgers. They ha- they And I give them more credit than others do for winning the World Series in a bubble. I still think, that's imp- I still think it's a World Series. It counts. Um, but they still do need another one to really validate this era. And this is a pretty damn good team right now. They're a little banged up, obviously, pitching rotation-wise yeah. with no Walker Bueller and Dustin May, not 100%. But they've got to be in the World Series this year. Anything short of that is disappointment. Losing in their first round, 
to an NL West rival that they beat up all regular season long would be pretty devastating. It's a single game. I'm not going to overreact to a single baseball game. But yesterday's I think yesterday's yesterday's game was a reminder, right? So Kershaw's not the Kershaw of old, but they needed him to win that game. They need him to pitch at a pretty high level, even if it's for six innings. And there's a, this expectation here in L.A. that the Dodgers, with their historic level of, of offensive firepower, I mean, there are, how many MVPs are on that team? We're going to be able to hit their way to victory when the pitching is a little rickety. It's playoff baseball. Like, it doesn't matter if you've got 17 guys that can drive the hell out of the ball. You're going to get shut down in postseason baseball sometimes. And what did the Dodgers score? Three runs yesterday? Three, three? three solo home runs. Right. And they lost at the hands of Manny Machado, who, you know, there's like an interesting, who, who is not a popular guy in Dodgerland, who does not like the Dodgers. Yeah, and this is the Padres showed you, and I think the Dodgers did last night. It's why I thought the Mets could beat the Dodgers if they got through San Diego, got into this series, because the Mets could have, yeah, in theory, done what the Padres did last night. Yeah, I mean, the Mets have better pitching than the Padres. I mean, again, it's one game, but it is a. It's an eyebrow razor for me in the sense that if the, if the Dodgers will probably advance, if if they advance and they're playing the Braves, I think the Braves are a markedly better team in the postseason with their pitching staff. Yeah, but all of a sudden the Braves have a tough time with the Phillies too. So who knows what this next round is going to be? Yeah, but pitching kicked in yesterday. They, man, Phillies, Phillies, Padres would be kind of a dud, wouldn't it? Yeah. We'll just spend all our time talking about restaurant inspections. Uh, if you have state a restaurant inspection. State by state. Yeah, I mean, we, we hit Iowa, but there's 40, 49 other states around the air. And uh, 855-212-4CBS if you want to talk to Tom about restaurant inspections. Diesel really enjoyed you in that, that chat yesterday. Thanks for being there, buddy. Thanks Anytime. Anytime. Somebody did call you pretty daddy, though, and that was pretty special. Felt like we were best friends and then just had my heart ripped from my chest. Let's do Let's do NFL bets. Me and Pretty Daddy are going to get into it after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. We'll get to the uh, Tennessee fertilizer controversy in a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Once out of every five years is a big deal. People care about that stuff. Where did you see that? Are you reading the Des Moines Register? I think I saw it on Twitter. Got it. People were outraged. Uh, were they? A little bit. Kind of. Not really. Yeah. 
Um, you know, it's outrageously awesome that this season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast streamed live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series, Holiday Triple Hunters, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station Streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, all sponsored by AutoZone. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone fixed finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the like a cause of your light for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. Auto zone. Say goodnight to the light and say hello to NFL bets. Bill makes the tough picks so you can fade accordingly. It's time for Bet Rider with Bill. All right, we got San Francisco and Atlanta. Atlanta team that's been a little more dogged. They're two and three. They put up some fight. They've been interesting. San Francisco, I, you know that I'm a big fan of the Niners. I think they're a really good team. Five and a half point road favorites, though. That's a big number. Number five in the writer than you power rankings this yeah. week. I'm buying yeah. what you're selling. I'm all you over lo- San Francisco this week. I think I'm going to put money on on the on the Niners too. You like it. I do. I like it because you convinced me earlier this week that this defense is not getting enough credit. I'm worried it's a little trappy, though, because Atlanta's been playing better than expected. They're competitive. And five and a half. I mean, you're almost at a touchdown. It's less. I get it. But that's still a pretty big number for a road team. I have paused. I I clicked on the bet earlier and then just didn't do it. I'm not betting on tonight's game. It's basically down to a pick You can't... Man, you like the Niners. All right. Uh, Patriots going to Cleveland. Patriots are two-and-a-half-point dogs. Started as three-and-a-half-point dogs. I hate both of these teams. <laughs> I think both of these teams are a disaster. <laughs> uh, as we'll get to later in the show, the Patriots dealing with some quarterback issues. Mac Jones looking doubtful right now. Maybe Bailey Zappi starts. That's how it's kind of looking here. Although Bill Belichick, which we'll get to later in the show, very non-committal about yep. their current quarterback situation. Uh, Jets, it's a pass for me that game. Jets going to Green Bay. Jets have played also much better than expected. They are 3-2. and two. The Packers have been a little underwhelming, but it is at Lambeau. Seven and a half. If it was six and a half, I might feel a little different. Like seven and a half is a big number. I'm Am not, I crazy to think the Jets can cover? I'm not getting fooled by the Jets' 3-2 and two record. The Packers are fantastic at home with Aaron Rodgers starting 7.5. I wish it was 6.5. I'm still going to take Green Bay. You know what? You talked me into it. I'm going to put actual money down the Packers. Because my whole thing all year has been they're going to figure it out. They're going to be fine. Rodgers always heightens whatever angst is going on, right? He's pretty candid, and he talks a lot, and he does – you know, his buddy's radio show, and he talks to the media, and he's always throwing guys under the bus. And Maybe that's not fair. Maybe it's his, his level of leadership and his calling out the defense for talk about putting the word lose into the universe. It always works out in the regular season. The Packers are, are, are a lock to win 10 or 11 games when Rodgers is playing. The defense, I think, is pretty good. He'll figure out the receiving core. You're right. Jets are, are posers. How about a big game from Green Bay? Um I like Jacksonville a lot as, you know, one-and-a-half, two-point dogs at Indianapolis. I don't know what it is about me liking Jacksonville this year. I think it's the fact Urban Meyer and dysfunction is gone, and so I see them as markedly better than they are. 
They started really strong. They've tumbled. But I actually think that's a serviceable football team. Trevor Lawrence needs to play better. He still looks a little rattled. Do you want to talk me out of Jacksonville getting not quite a field goal at Indy? I don't think Indy's very good. I don't think Indy's very good. Matt Ryan is leading the NFL in turnovers this season with interceptions and fumbles combined. It's really time for Jacksonville to get back on track. As you mentioned, they're due for a good game. They have not played well. I'm going to take Jacksonville. All right. Vikings, three and a half point, three point, depending where you look. Dogs going, no, I'm sorry, favorites, excuse me, going to Miami. I'm just not going to bet on the Dolphins while two is out. I just can't do it. This I'm not going to bet the game. Game was tailor-made for your boy, Kirk Kissing Cousins. Skyler Thompson, the rookie, is going to start for Miami. You know what that means. Kirk Cousins is going to put up massive numbers, massive numbers. This would have been a great game if Tua were healthy. Yes, and this would have been a measuring stick game, actually, for Kirk Cousins, not yeah. Tua. And Kirk Cousins, Kirk Kissing Cousins, would have gotten his doors blown off. It would have been a 17-point Dolphins win. I like Miami a lot if Tua is healthy. Bengals are yeah, one and a half, two point favorites in New Orleans. I I, I like the Bengals here, man. I, I should be taking road favorites, but I think Cincinnati is going to figure it out. I think their head coach is going to learn. Maybe you don't have to outthink the game, and I think Joe Burrow is good enough not to go to two and four. I'm actually stunned. Cincinnati is the favorite in this game. I'm blown away. I I am totally on the opposite side on this. I think last year was the anomaly for the Bengals. I don't have confidence in them figuring it out. I love New Orleans in this game. You know what? I'm going to go with you. I'm going to change my bet. I don't like when you do that because then on Monday you blame me and then it's it's never a good scene for me. Hey, man. Me and the restaurant, you know, reviewers in Iowa, we're, we're... We got our eyes on you, bro. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are eight-point favorites at Pittsburgh. I'm just not gonna. I'm just not. I'm just not gonna bet the game. I mean, it's really. It, yeah. I mean, I, Pittsburgh I, is as bad as it gets. Right. This is rock bottom in the Mike Tomlin era. It just feels like the kind of game that that Tomlin comes up with a game plan, especially defensively. Tom Brady's got his personal stuff. I just I worry about some sort of. 24 to 20 game or or even 27 20 doesn't get to the cover i'm really surprised by that really surprised and you're making me doubt myself here because i love tampa bay and i actually love the under in this game 44 because i don't think pittsburgh's gonna score double digit points maybe i'll hit the under the under is a good call carolina who's just having a tremendous season that is sarcasm (laughs) uh 10 11 point underdogs going into L.A., not far from where I am sitting in this moment. Again, I asked you last week, I asked you last week was against the Cowboys, was that a must-win game for the Rams, and you laughed at me, and they lost. The Carolina Panthers just fired their head coach. They have quarterback issues. Is this a must-win game for the Rams? It has to be. It has to be. I mean... A must-win game? I know the definition of a must-win game. But if you no, have any... Not must ex- win. Big game. Big game. Big game. I'll take it. I'm going to skip to uh, to Buffalo at Arrowhead. The Bills roll into Arrowhead, and they are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Please explain it to me. I don't Give me get the Chiefs, it. man. I don't get it. Give me the Chiefs all day long. The first time Mahomes has ever 
been an underdog at home. Is that right? I mean, the, the, I know the Chiefs have been a little lackadaisical at times, but they're still they're still four and one. That defense is vastly improved from a few years ago when Mahomes carried them. I like what I saw from the offense, and not just Kelsey getting four touchdowns. I thought you saw a little more diversity in some of the receivers who stepped up. I like, I love Kansas City in this game. I think this is going to be a close game. I think this is going to be a game where Mahomes comes up with some magic at the end, and you're like, how did Kansas City win that game? Philly, four-and-a-half-point favorites at home against your Dallas Cowboys. Is this a must-win game for Dallas, you think? Uh, No, not a must-win. They're playing really well. But it is an interesting game for Cooper Rush because I think it will determine what happens going forward. I don't think this is necessarily when Dak is ready. Dak is definitely playing. If Cooper Rush and the Cowboys play really well here, we could have a controversy now. If Cooper Rush beats the Eagles, whatever the circumstances, I don't think you can bench him until he loses. I totally agree. Can't do it. It could be week 16, and if he keeps winning, doesn't matter. Dak can sit on the sideline, collect his $40 million, get on Instagram. All right, we'll talk uh, Chargers-Denver. What a terrible game that's going to be. That's Monday Night Football. Do we week. need to keep seeing Denver on national TV? They thought, I can't, they thought they were going to be really good. And you know what? I can't really blame them for that. So did I. I did, too. I thought they were going to be excellent. All right, those are the bets. Green Bay to cover. Jacksonville to cover. New Orleans to cover. Rams. I'm going Rams, man. Going Rams minus ten and a half. Actually, it's eight and a half right now. Kansas City. Do this. Let's also, let's also uh, talk to Joe Thiessen about restaurant reviews and the NFL next year on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 